I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Yo, Sublime, you look a little tense. Are you alright? Oh, I'm fine. I've just been soft resetting a bit. How have you been so- how, how How many times, Sublime? Like, Uh, just a few thousand times. Could you pass the Corsola Cola, please? <laughs> Welcome to the 161st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here with my co-hosts, Skaron and Sublime Manic. And we're here to bring you another Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Uh, Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, the best acronym in the world. Uh, for those of you listening to us for the first time, welcome. Uh, I'm Trainer Thatch with our host, Skaron, and then Sublime Manic is new this week. Uh, how about you tell us who you are, Sublime? Uh, sure, Thatch. Um, so I'm Sublime Manic. I am a writer for the site. I specialize in talking about the VGC and doubles. Wonderful. And that's pretty much who I am. Yeah, and, and so if you want to read more of Sublime Manic's articles about the VGC, you can check out PuckoPodcast.com. Read all of them. If you're looking to get into VGCs this year, it's a great way to do it. It's definitely some very high-quality stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that comes out every Wednesday, and that is Double Trouble. Wonderful. Double trouble. Double trouble. I actually and... like that name. Uh, I was going to use that for a tournament last year, and then we found out that one day tournaments don't work out very well. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll move on with uh, what you guys been up to the Pokemon. Uh, well, I actually have been doing quite a bit in Pokemon, as you can expect. I've been uh, preparing for the ultimate underground tournament of champions. That's we true. The UTCs. Game. Like, the yes. sign-ups close in, like, two weeks. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I was probably, like, the second person to sign up, honestly, <laughs> because, like, I'm so excited for it. You are the second person to sign up. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, 
Were you well, the first batch? <laughs> I was actually the eleventh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, I actually I'm almost done with the full roster. Just need to like train up a Pokemon, get some move tutor moves, get that all sorted out. Yeah. Um. But well, the... I mean, I have a lot to say on that topic. Just <laughs> UUTC because first of all, like you, myself, and Shamu, we all run the tournament. You I know. know. And so we have obviously access to like everybody's teams before they're released to everybody. I don't care about that. I, I well, we do, and so that means that before we can actually take a look to see how the signups are going, we have to put our teams in so that we can't like cheat and build our teams around who's already signed up. Mm-hmm. And I'm so upset that I did not wait longer to <laughs> build my team. I've been like because I took a couple weeks and I didn't have a lot of time to play the Auras meta before I submitted it, and uh-huh. so I've been playing Showdown. And I've just run into so many things that my team oh, cannot my. handle. Oh my! And it's just like, oh god, <laughs> I am well, not gonna have a very good time. Sounds like you're having the problem I have with Mega Gallade. Then <laughs> it's not just Mega Gallade. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mega Gallade. It's the only problem. There's oh. so many more problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I would just like to make it clear that we did not see the teams before we submitted ours, <laughs> and I'm going to lose because of it. Well, uh, this is probably more on the nerdier uh, side of Pokemon, but the other thing I've been doing is I've been in the Pokemon Showdown trivia room, mm-hmm. and I've just been, like, submitting trivia questions about Pokemon. Oh, man, that's interesting. Like, and they, I've, I submitted so many that they, like, love my content. It's like, wow, you've been doing a lot for us. Uh, let's make you a voice. And so I was like, cool. I'm a real <laughs> voice in Pokemon Showdown now. <laughs> in the trivia room. Yes. The trivia room is actually pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, the script is down, but never mind. Never mind. Yeah. All right. How about you, Sublime? I have been breeding for other people for the UUTC mm-hmm. per my last email into the show, um, uh, helping hi. people get their teams together. And uh, soft resetting for legendaries in Aura <laughs> for the VGC. <laughs> yeah, we can talk more about that later, obviously. Yeah. Of course, La Cola is bad for your health. I mean, no, it's not. It won't make your teeth fall out. Not today. <laughs> not today, not, at least. It's the long-term effects. Yeah. That's oh. a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> I guess myself, I've been, I've definitely been breeding for, uh, for the UTC. I'm like halfway done. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Showdown just to try to get a feel for the meta. And then oh, crying yeah. silently in the corner because <laughs> I did not play. I did not play nearly enough to know what was wrong with my team. Well, um, if you had read my article before you submitted, you'd know that Ther- Ferrothorn is literally on every team. <laughs> there is a Ferrothorn on my team. <laughs> That's good to know because Ferrothorn should be on every team. Because never mind. Ferrothorn, <laughs> Greninja, Talonflame should be That's... on every team. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to need a defensive core, though, but that's... You should have an answer to them on every team. No, you should should have something, I think. Answer them, yeah. Personally. But, uh, let's see. I guess that's all it. That's it for the intro. Let's move on to the news. So, cue the epic music. On to the news. Uh, first of all, the VGC 2015 rules were announced, but we'll talk about that more later. 
In the topic. <laughs> in the topic, of course. So I had all of the news written down, and I just left it somewhere. Uh, um, well, we should probably get start, started talking about the distribution event in Japan. And yes. uh, the what what this brings with it is that uh, the, the Unifa starters now have access to their hidden abilities. Yeah, and this starts, I believe, December 28th. There's a code for superior, which is the one that everybody probably wants. <laughs> yes. Which is contrary superior, so Leaf Storm all over the place, or... Uh, as Sublime was saying, you get a free boost off Intimidate and doubles. Yeah. And uh, Contrary will reverse the normal effects. So, for example, if you were to use Leaf Storm, it would go, your your special attack would go up That's like a free stages. nasty plot. Yeah. yeah. Rather than down two stages. It's, it's least... like a very strong uh, power-up yeah. punch. And Leaf with... Storm is a pretty powerful stab move, too. Yeah. So that's, that's really good. Yeah. And uh, so... Emboar gets Reckless, which uh, allows all of those charging moves that cause recoil damage to do more damage. And then Samurai gets <laughs> Shell Armor. And uh, Shell Armor isn't too special. I mean, No, it's not. It just prevents uh, crit hits. It reduces hacks. Yeah. yeah. That's all it does. Yeah. It basically gets the same thing Mega Slowbro gets, which isn't yeah. so good. But Mega the Slowbro defenses. Still... <laughs> yeah, Mega Sl- yeah, 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 yeah. Mega Slowbro gets those defenses, which kind of make Mega Slowbro useful. <laughs> Oh yeah, Mega Slowbro is actually pretty good. There's <laughs> that, and then there's also the uh, Pokemon Symphonics Tour actually got a new a new uh, date. It's in Baltimore, Maryland, on May first, twenty fifteen. Still on the East Coast, not moving anywhere. It like went from Washington to Philadelphia to Baltimore. Okay, so I still can't go. <laughs> tickets. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to drive all the way to uh, to Baltimore. Um, it looks like that there's a the Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire Super Music Collection is available on iTunes. It's a yeah. one hundred and sixty songs from Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire for nine ninety nine. And we're not trying to promote that, but it sounds pretty cool. Honestly. It's not. It's not bad. Like I actually downloaded a couple of them. I've got the Heart Gold Soul Silver, and uh, I've also got the the X and Y. I got Black Two White Two because if you what was that World Championship thing? Oh yeah, it had all of the gym matches and all of the champion <laughs> really cool. games in That's that one soundtrack so it's like get them all at once done mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense sounds nice <laughs> uh, sounds nice yeah it sounds everything I'll, sounds nice i'll probably end up listening getting it somehow i still don't get my pokemon so pinball talk. on wii u virtual council which makes oh. me sad i'm waiting I'm waiting. It's out in Europe and Japan. I don't think it's gonna happen, Thatch. I mean, I mean, they did the exact same thing with the Virtual Console release of both uh, TCG and uh, Puzzle League Challenge on the 3DS, giving it to both Europe and Japan before the US. So I'm crossing my fingers and hoping like I'll get a Christmas present from Nintendo. That's gonna be like, hey, you can now play Pokemon <laughs> Pinball on your Wii U, and I'll be like, yes, yes, I can. <laughs> Pokemon Ball. <laughs> uh, next thing you'll be wanting is Pokemon Dash. <laughs> I do not want Pokemon Dash. Nobody wants that piece of garbage. Did you play Pokemon Pinball on the Game Boy Color? I did both. I played it both on the Game Boy Color and on uh, the Game Boy Advance. I only did the Game Boy Color one, but I had a lot of fun with that when I was a kid. <laughs> the Game Boy Advance one is pretty much the exact same thing, except more Pokemon. With Hoenn starters. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there like a GameCube one or something? There's not. Oh, okay. I mean, like, there were a couple good games for the GameCube. Uh, There were a couple bad games for the GameCube. Uh, Uh, Like, XD and Coliseum, those were really good games. 
They were. I really enjoy them, and I do go back and play them, and then transfer them all the way up when I'm done. And the mayor did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll also go through and I'll. Uh... I mean, those are really good, but there's also a Pokemon Channel, which I've never played, but I have seen gameplay. Gameplay in quotes, uh, <laughs> because the entire game's just watching TV. It's just awful. Uh, and oh, what's even worse oh. about that is that in. All of That's the other so regions' Pokemon. versions of uh, of Pokemon Channel, you get Jirachi at the end. <laughs> you don't get Jirachi at the end of this one. Oh no! In the U.S., oh, you don't get Jirachi at the end because they're, they're probably just like... saving it for an Oras event since well, it's a Hoenn Pokemon. Well, the Jirachi thing from Pokemon Channel on the GameCube was actually used as a uh, bonus disc for pre-ordering Pokemon Coliseum. Oh, uh, yeah. and that's how you got the Wishmaker Jirachi in the U.S. and that's the one that they gave away at the end of Pokemon Channel. Uh, so I do, I, ha- I actually have the bonus disc, so I make yeah, Jirachis so every once in a while. This so is why you have so many Jirachis. This is why I have Wishmaker Jirachis, because, you know. And that's why Thatch's dreams come true. You know, maybe next maybe next week when I have that week off, I'll spend like a day just like whoring Jirachis. Farming Jirachis. Whoa, yeah. a naughty word. Oh, <laughs> it's Ditto's wheelhouse. I think I see them for for alligator cry gun. Oh, <laughs> ditto's right. Uh, we're used to this lingo in the Pokemon business. Just farming jirachis, you know? Hoarding, <laughs> Farm- hoarding jirachis, you know? <laughs> farming jirachis. That's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. You sit there and restart the game multiple dark. times. I thought of something very dark for breeding um, in the <laughs> Pokemon universe. I'll tell you about off recording. <laughs> it's but, real uh, dark. <laughs> but well, that's, I think that's about it for Pokemon news. Yeah. Uh, Puckle news, we still have the UTC signups going on. That's going on until January 2nd at midnight. So, so please uh, sign up. You can do that. so at pucklepodcast.com. You just click the UC tab and you click the sign up button. And you fill out the form and you're done. Mm-hmm. So please do that before uh, the 2nd if you want to participate. It's a lot of fun. I actually have prizes. I bought them yesterday. So look out for a video later tonight or Maybe Sunday night, which is probably going to be before this is put up, so <laughs> look out <laughs> yeah. for that. It'll be, uh, I got cool little figures this time again, and they're different this time. I really think they're cool. I like these figures, and they were on <laughs> sale, so I bought them. So work hard for the figures. <laughs> work hard for the figures. I think I might be giving away some like Puckle shirts as well, since I still have some. Man. Since I still have merch. I mean, you want some buckle shirts. I have two sizes, large and medium. Uh, so take your pick. Uh, so I guess that's it for the news. Let's uh, move on to the topic after this short break. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcasts at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And on to the topic. So the topic today, if you can't read for some reason, is Pokemon VGC 2015 rules. They were released earlier this week, as we said in the news, and we've hinted to and alluded to the entire episode, and we brought Sublime on, our resident VGC expert. So, first of all, there's a lot of changes in the rules this year from last year. Uh, So, you have a list of them. Talk about it, Sublime. 
Okay, well, as everyone should know, um, the VGC is a doubles format. Everything's level 50. If it's not level 50, it will round down if it's above, but it will not round up. Um, the Pentagon rule is coming back from last year, which basically means all of your Pokemon have to have originated from a Gen 6 game. Mm-hmm. No, no species can be the same. It's got species clause. There's items clause, which I wrote about last week. Um, Soldu is banned. And then there's a list of legendaries that are banned. Um, it basically cover legendaries and mythical Pokemon, which are Pokemon traditionally only received from events. Yeah. And that's just for fairness's sake. Like, oh, you might say, well, Jirachi's not broken, but it's not about it being broken. It's about the fact that not everyone can readily access one. Yeah, no, that would suck. I, I actually have a question about this because, like, in, in X and Y, wasn't it that, like, you had to be able to catch it in the game for you to be able to use it? Yeah, that's the yeah. Pentagon. It had to be. Uh, well, no, it wasn't just the Pentagon rule. It was. Uh, oh, it was a regional. Um, it was the, other... the regional decks, yeah. right? It was it the Kalos decks. The Kalos decks. If it was is, in the. Is Kalos that still an effect? Decks. No, this year is a national deck, so it opened okay. up to everything. But it does still have to be caught in a Gen Six game. All right, uh, and one yeah. other question: Why in the world is Fiona banned? <laughs> because yes. it is the spawn of Manaphy, which is a mythical Pokemon. Yeah. So you'd, have to, you'd have to have a mana fee to get one. But not everyone can just get one is the only reason. Ah, okay. Because hey. Fiona is really not that good. Yeah, of course not. Um, it's not because it's too strong. It's because it's something not everyone can access. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. That's why a lot of things are banned. It's actually, I think that's one. fair. That's the way I would like it. Oh. And I don't know, like, I, letting in some Pokemon that we would classify in Smogun as Ubers... I think it's canceled out completely by the fact that you're playing doubles. Very um. true. Um, things that are too strong in singles mm-hmm. are a completely different story in doubles. Even in smog on doubles, yeah. I know they have their own doubles rules. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of the megas that are banned in OU are not banned in their regular doubles format. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have a friend who's um, one of the moderators for smog on doubles. Mm-hmm. And he actually will like, say, I mean, Pokemon that you would never use you can just bring to doubles and it will be fine. Like he was talking about Vivian and the rain dance teams. <laughs> Vivian saw some use last year, kind of like a proto, um, yeah. Pachirizu because of like, because it powder. has rage powder, right? Mm-hmm. So it could do redirection for mega Gyarados. Mm. That's, That's really awesome. Nice. Use at a regional in Europe, I believe. That's yeah. kind of cool. That's really cool. I don't know. Like these rule changes definitely, definitely open up a lot of things. From last year, like, I definitely, from my experience playing, I've seen a lot of Terrakian, a lot of uh, Thunderous, and a lot of Landorus. It is Landorus. the return of the genies. Yeah. yeah. And Revenge it, of the genies. It, it really feels so well. like, it really feels like the first thing that people are trying in this meta, because this meta is really new. It's only a few days old now. Yes, it's very young, um, and it doesn't go into effect until the new year, so. Yeah. And it'll it, have lots of time to settle in. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. to be, uh. It's going to be a rough ride, but I feel like everything that everybody's trying is just what worked in Black and White 2. And... With Kalos, basically. Yeah, with Kalos. You know, it, there, there's a couple things that I would see, but I don't know that I'd ever see anything that strayed too much. Because what I remember, actually, I went in uh, 2011 to Nationals, I was telling you guys. Oh, that's and a I've very defi- weird year. Yeah, I've, I've definitely mentioned it before on the show, because we meant to do a show on it. But that show, actually, <laughs> fun fact, broke into a thousand pieces. Oh, Audacity crashed and broken <laughs> broke the episode into a thousand sound files. 
<laughs> and so I'm just like, this isn't happening. <laughs> this isn't we actually we actually have like video footage and stuff of us going, and I just never posted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was a hor- that that was a weird year, and literally you just see the same meta every se- same team almost every time. You'd see mm-hmm. Taraki and Cresselia. Not no, Cresselia wasn't there. Cresselia wasn't 2011. Yeah, he was 2012. Well, the problem I- with 2011 was it was just the Unova decks, and yeah. that is so narrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 150 something or 60 something. I don't know. Yeah, it's 150. Very, I think. very narrow. Yeah. So there were much fewer usable Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was just pretty awful because it was the same. It was pretty much the same team every time you'd see. And I I don't know. It wasn't as fun. It wasn't as good. Uh, I last year I really liked last year's format a lot, and I'm really hoping opening it up this way doesn't somehow constrict it by making it only a few Pokemon are good. Yeah, um, I you actually. Can go both ways. Yeah. I, I'm I'm browsing the Smogon forums right now, and I found a quote that I think is pretty interesting, mm-hmm. and it's uh, from Gira Gumi, and it says, "The reign of Lando T and Salamence is going to begin, lads. I hope you're all prepared with your Suicunes and Milotics." <laughs> I've seen that. I saw that quote. Looking looking at that. <laughs> that was Milotic like, will oh. definitely do well. Milotic's mm-hmm. going to be a star this year because it has competitive now. Mm-hmm. Is it because of Marvel scale? Maybe no. Marvel scale is going to be. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's fine. It's um, fine. Marvel scale is not why you would use it. I'm sure it could be used, but the reason to use it is because Intimidate is on Salamence and Landorus T, and they're mm-hmm. everywhere. And anytime it uses, in, it gets an Intimidate reduction. It's going to get uh, basically a free nasty plot. Yeah. On its 100 um, special attack. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty hefty. Oh my gosh. That's, that's pretty hefty. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And Bisharp is actually doing really well. I could see that. Also. I was, I actually, for the 2014 rules, I was actually running a Bisharp. I it really... got even better this year, too, because there's more Intimidate everywhere. That's true. I Plus, can see that. it gets knock, knockoff back. Yeah. It didn't have knockoff last year, and it's a 2 Oh, knockoff. And this is the first time it gets knockoff <laughs> with its Gen 6 boost. Like, it had it in 2012, but it wasn't as good mm-hmm. at, um, in Gen 5. I don't, you know, like, that's one of the moves that you think about, and it's not really, like, the one you'd think would be very powerful, because they're literally just swatting the item out of the other Pokemon's hand. But it gets, like, it's, like, one of the most powerful Dark-type moves now because of the effect. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's going to be very interesting. But if you, you can't have that. a Citrus Berry or a Leftovers, you are really just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just giving them the finger. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's it's great! Like, you can't have that item. <laughs> what? WTF, man? What the muck? What the muck? What the muck? <laughs> yeah, so oh. Bisharp's doing really well right now. Um, that's great. I'm really excited for that. I really like Bisharp, and it, I like. I've never used him in a single battle before, and in VGCs, in VGCs, I really liked a lot of things. As I've said before on the show, like, I definitely talked about it before, especially for 2014, because PuckleCon, as some of you uh, listeners <laughs> may know, is going to be taking place at uh, U.S. Nationals this, in 2015, which should be in Indianapolis. I don't know if that's been announced yet, but it's I believe it's, it's in Indianapolis. It's got to be in Indianapolis. It's always yeah. there. <laughs> if it's not, we're going to have a problem, <laughs> because that's only like a three-hour drive from here, and I can make it to Indianapolis. And, of course, more information will be posted oh, around Feb- February. February, or... March, we'll start getting more information about this for sure. Uh, yeah. It's probably just going to be like, this is where I'm going to be. You can come. 
Uh, you don't have to, but you can. You can, and, and we'll have a fun time. We'll, I'll probably. You can see me and Scrawn like high five all the time and <laughs> sing Beach Boys, <laughs> sing Beach Boys songs, and but uh, because so either way, I'm I'm getting ready for PuckleCon, you know, and I would like to have some kind of viable team so I could compete in VGCs. Yeah, and you know, it's just uh, it's one of those things. Uh, I, I want to get ready, and so I've been playing with Bisharp, and I've been playing with Obama Snow. Back in 2014 format, mm-hmm. I haven't had too much time in this format to pl- to play around because it's obviously only like four days old. So, uh, Sublime, does Obama Snow work? <laughs> um, actually, that's going to be the topic of my next article. Is going to oh. be hail in VGC, so you oh. can tune in Wednesday to find out. <laughs> I am interested. Um, <laughs> oh. It's a celebration of it becoming winter. And I I did so. hail room. I definitely did <laughs> hail, hail room, room. Is the way to go if you're going to use it. Yeah, and I definitely did hail room. Because I know that like Choice Scarf Obama Snow was a thing at one point. It was in 2013. Mm-hmm. But now it's like Hail Room. Yeah. Well, it has a Mega, right? And its Mega is clearly designed to function in Trick Room. No, it yeah. definitely is because it gets slower, and it's it just like access. this. It's just like this beastly tank, and I feel like Obama Snow, in any sense, is just this Pokemon that's made to come out and for like three turns just do some massive damage. It's and just then there fall to out. spam blizzards. Yeah. It's there for like three turns to hold on and just destroy. And then after those three turns, you're done. You're just done. <laughs> like Hail always gets used to some effect each year, but it's never a really dominant strategy. Yeah, I've definitely seen I've definitely seen it almost every year used. It's definitely all it's, it's always there, niche, but it's but it I don't know that it's ever sure. prominent. One person used a Boma Snow at Worlds this year in Masters. Okay. I checked. Hmm. I mean, okay. you know, whatever works. I mean, just because it's not used doesn't mean it's not it good. It can't be used, right? Like, I yeah. wouldn't say it's going to be the best strategy possible, but it can always be made to work. I it's mean, always an option. If Sarge wanted to bring a, some ferrets, I mean, he could bring one because of species clock. <laughs> and it might do something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it would do good. I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, there are a couple ways to use Ferret. Doesn't it have I, Belly Drum? I don't know if it has Belly Drum. <laughs> I think like, that's literally, right. the only thing I would ever do with Ferret is I would do a trick. I would just play trick with Ferret. Yeah. I'd do a trick set and just give a choice scarf to somebody that doesn't want it. <laughs> or follow me again and again. With I mean, especially I, I feel like the trick strategy is also very effective in uh, in VGCs. Yes. In that you only have you only have four Pokemon total and so the chances that you get stuck out there with a choice scarf and you got a rotom and you've already used will-o-wisp and you're just stuck there or even overheat yeah i feel like i feel like you're just hurt it's funny that you mentioned rotom um because i would use a choice scarf on a rotom on one of my teams yeah with trick yeah yeah no i agree i would have my rotom do it to other people Mm -hmm. and i had um what else did i run that was a team with mega gengar and there was encore and I think disable. Rotom's a lot of fun with Trick. So if you trick something and then disable that move, it's forced to frustrate. Yeah, it um, just struggles yeah. itself to yeah, death. Struggle, it's really cool. ridiculous. Um, it's a lot of fun, though. Uh, maybe you could uh, enlighten us about this, Sublime. Uh, do you need like certain prerequisites to go to VGC tournaments? Um, you need a Play Pokemon account, which you can get at their Pokemon.com website and look mm-hmm. that up. Um, and then you just register there. You need a 3DS and a copy of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Because that's okay. what they're going to be played on. That sounds that's, really easy. 
Yeah, yeah I'm so. assuming most people that play Pokemon meet that requirement. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, I forgot my Pokemon case. <laughs> I was gonna go play. <laughs> I, I could. Uh, one of my favorite things ta- hearing about the at least early on in the X and Y uh, or 2014 VGCs was that some people like I know a lot of the good players just go on simulators and practice the whole time. This happens on occasion. And I don't think not, it happens that often. We'll not play the game. Well, there's first the case with Ray Rizzo, who had the Agislash and a Dream Ball, which got everybody up in a row. That caused quite a controversy. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was... Uh, but then there, I also heard I heard stories about people who actually didn't play the game and didn't and get the mega, mega the, the mega bracelet, so they couldn't mega evolve. <laughs> and it's just like, what? How do you, like, I understand, I understand wanting to be good on a competitive sense at the game, but at the point where you're not actually enjoying the game itself, but just the competitive play, I don't know, I feel like that's just, like, a little much. I feel like that's very rare, but it's always sad when it happens. Yeah, like, when it happens... Another thing that happens is people who play OU go to these events like, oh, there's a real-life Pokemon event, and then they think something's banned that isn't. Oh. I'm like, oh, I can't take my Mega Lucario? And then they realize, oh, I could have? And you're like... Sorry about it. Should have looked yeah. up the rules. <laughs> yeah, you should have looked up the rules before you did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's I've re- always been interested in, with VGCs, and I've been meaning to like make a conscious effort to go and do it more often, uh, mm-hmm. and actually to like try to compete. But you know, it's it's just the travel thing that's an issue. You know, and yeah, yeah. I really wish I really wish they were a lot more closer, and I know they're getting to that point actually. Like, the amount of events are just getting so large. And they're popping up all over the place. And the so. prize money just skyrocketed this year, too. What What's the prize money? I didn't even I hear I can't remember, but it is a five-digit figure for first place. Whoa. Know, it got a lot bigger. Is it that. still a scholarship of some sort? Or um, It's usually a scholarship, but it's a much bigger scholarship. I mean, like, I don't need a scholarship. I, uh, I mean, like, that's wonderful. You can give it to a relative, I think, if you don't have... Oh, uh, okay. That's useful, But it's a lot of money compared to last year. They really stepped up the value. I mean, it's actually, it's getting it's gaining a lot more traction, and it's becoming way Every more year. popular. Every it's year. It's exponentially growing, yes. Yeah, and it's just, it's becoming way more popular. And I really like yeah. the format. I think a lot of other people really like the format. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, ultimately, it like comes down to the accessibility of being able to do c- competitive stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like... You're not going to nationals, you know, if you're 16 and you don't have the money to fly there from California. Well, maybe, like, if you have a cool dad or mom, they'll, they'll bring yeah. you. It happens. Um, a lot of VGC players that do well come from well-to-do families that can go to multiple regional yeah, events and travel to nationals and travel to Worlds, because Worlds is always somewhere. I mean, my parents would not have done that. No. <laughs> In no sense would my parents have been like, yeah, no, we'll take you to, like, Chicago and you can go play Pokemon there and lose probably because you didn't know what you're doing. Although a lot of families, the whole um, family plays. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I've definitely seen that. My family would be more like, uh, hey, uh, let's take you to Chicago and we'll leave you there and you can get a job. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds sounds about right. That sounds right. I, I could definitely see something like that happening with me and my parents. <laughs> but, you know, it's... I, I'm i not saying, like, I'm not trying to be, like, these people are entitled or something. They have some sense of entitlement. It's definitely some sense of, like, uh, of you need to have some uh, money to do it while you're young. Like, now I'm definitely... 
I can go whenever I want. I'm an adult. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... I make I make very little money, but <laughs> I am an adult. Your incentive <laughs> thatch to go to VGC events should be that you can take down the rich kids. I can't... Oh, that's true. <laughs> Destroy <Okay>. the children. <laughs> Destroy the rich kids. That's, oh my God. That sounds like a horrible incentive. <laughs> uh, I mean... I also don't have the time to, like, practice like I used to. And... Well, the good news is the um, double battle spot yeah. on the cartridges is the exact oh. same format as That's the true. rules. And that was not the case last year. So you can mm-hmm. practice whenever. That's, That's true. Probably... I, could probably, I should probably do that some more. I'm, gonna get, I'm definitely going to get into it because now we actually have the rules. And I'll probably build a team. It probably won't be very good. Uh, no. Out of curiosity, what is the most common scene weather? I'm seeing like a lot of rain stuff. Rain is really popular right now. Mm-hmm. Um, rain always sees fair use every year. Um, Tyranitar always sees use, and Charizard Y always sees use. So mm-hmm. you'll see those three pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because if everything but hail, that's what he just pretty said. much. <laughs> I mean, hail is the ugly duckling of weather, <laughs> and that's yeah. it with every format, isn't it? I mean, like, I agree. Not just VGC. I agree. Well, there aren't too many Pokemon with snow warning, you know? It's uh, just Obama snow, it, and when Aurora's, Aurora's gets its hidden yeah. ability, and yeah, oh, exactly. you, you thought Obama snow had bad defensive typing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's really bad. It's just, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's one Pokemon with snow warning. You have a couple with Sandstream, you know, and it's Tyranitar's actually good. Yeah, Tyranitar's always good in the VGC. And Mega Charizard Y is actually good. Mega Charizard Y is probably the third most popular Mega in VGC 14. I believe that. What would, what would you say the top two are after Kangaskhan that? Kangaskhan and Mawile. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I can I see Mawile just because it can be used on basically any team. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it, it has is... Intimidate support on mm-hmm. both of your opponents. It's great. Yeah. It's Wonderful. really... A, it's, Intimidate's a huge factor. Intimidate is probably the most influential ability in the VGC format. Yeah, I could agree with that completely. Uh, It's just, it's used everywhere. (laughs) It also makes it feel like it's a, it's it's more of a specially inclined meta. I mean, just because of Intimidate. I see more special attackers than I would see physical attackers. But there are so many good, like, physical... Well, people will get around like... using physical things by threatening your Intimidators yeah, with Defiant users yeah. or competitive users. It's like, oh, well, if no, you no, bring if Intimidate, you yeah, I'm going to punish you for it, so you can't bring it, so I can bring my physical attackers. Yeah, if you, it's really one of those things. And then it's, it goes back to uh, your article, actually, this past week, or was it the week before that, when you were talking about having uh, a roster that you should choose a smaller amount from. Oh, um, playing with double Megas. Yeah. Yeah, that was this last week. <laughs> Yeah, and it comes back to that, because that's a huge factor in VGCs. Yeah, Just absolutely. being able... You have to know the meta to know what to choose. Well, you, it comes... It's A lot of matches are determined by picking what to bring into a battle. Yeah. And what you think the opponent will the pick. The opponent will bring, yeah. And that's never relevant in OU, so it's a whole other mind game that's going on. There's a lot to it, and it makes it a lot harder, and I feel like, almost in a sense, it's a little bit more luck-based. But... Yeah. Well, the mind game in OU is like, what will the, what will the lead be? Yeah, but you still have that issue. That is true. They're still leads. They're still leads, and mm-hmm. you're you have to worry about who they're going to lead with and who they're going to leave behind. Yeah, because if it's not leading, it's in the back. Those are the only two options. Because yeah. you take four two in the front, two in the back. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's much more open, definitely. It's definitely, it's a bit rougher in that sense, understanding what's going to happen. There's so many more possibilities, and I think that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely a lot of fun. I really like Mineshow. I never used Mineshow until that, either. There were a lot of Pokemon that I didn't use until I played VGC format. Yeah, Mineshow is pretty good. I hope he's still, I just hope he's still good. It has a lot of utility. Yeah. It has fake out support. It can use mm-hmm. wide guard. It outspeeds Mega Kangaskhan. It outspeeds Mega Kangaskhan and can one hit with a high jump kick. Yep. That's all I so care yeah, about. Yeah, thought it had use. <laughs> it can out fake out a Mega Kangaskhan. That's all I remember. All right. Um, is there much else to say? Um, another winner, I suppose, of the new format is mm-hmm. Entei, actually. Really? I, I heard about because... Choice Band Entei being, like, fairly good. Yeah, it's never been something people would consider, but in Gen 6, it got Sacred Fire. Yeah. Which was previously Ooh. just Ho's move, and that's got a 50% burn rate and a 100% base power <sighs> oh, God. on a physical fire um, attack. And yeah. since it's a fire type, it can't be Will-O-Wisps. Yeah, that's really good. for a physical attacker. Oh, um, man. So <laughs> I don't know if it'll be great, but this that's is something to consider. Entei's best year. That is and something to consider. The biggest loser that has been really good previously is unfortunately Tornadus. Hmm. Because of the Pentagon rule? Yeah. The genies lost their hidden ability. Yeah, that's true. And Defiant Tornadus was on the winning team of VGC 2013. Yeah. Actually. Oh. Because it, and um, actually another reason that that is weaker this year is because the gems are gone now. Oh yeah, that's true. And too. flying gem acrobatics was the most oh, common. Okay. So is like regenerator tornadus Therian not seen at all anymore. Um. Well, since there's only four Pokemon, there's yeah. not nearly as much switching. I mean, I yeah. mean, you're not going to switch nearly as much as you would in OU. In OU, switching it's a lot still different. Happens, but it's I mean, not nearly I, to the same extent. I would see like regenerator tornadus maybe on a rain team though. Like, because of Hurricane. Maybe. It could probably be used on a team like that. That's just an idea. Well, Although, uh, regular Tornadus could be used on a team like that and offer Prankster and all sorts of other antics yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, that's probably probably better. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, well. I guess that's it. And uh, so we'll go to commercial break. We'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Has one of your companions finally fainted for the last time, looking for a respectful but economic burial service for your past Pokemon? Well, look no further than Cinnabar Island Funeral Services. Lavender Town's grade sites are in high, tight demand, causing inflated prices and services. That is not the case with Cinnabar Island. Our services will respectfully carry your deceased pets across the sea, where they will be gently dumped into the volcano. As their bodies are converted to ash, the natural heat currents scatter their remains in a process that is both beautiful and amazing. We have centers in both Fuchsia City and Pallet Town. Contact us today. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 470, Leafeon, the verdant Pokemon. When you see Leafeon asleep in a patch of sunshine, you'll know it is using photosynthesis to produce clean air. You'll know. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> you know it. 
<laughs> How do you know? Because it's I in mean, the sun. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and it looks like a plant. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Levion, actually, uh, he doesn't look too bad. Like, he's got a decent base speed. A the stats great... are where they need to be. Yeah, they're where they need to be to, like... It's not what some of the evolutions where the stats are just not where they are. Because every yeah, evolution yeah. has a base 130, a base 110, a base 95, and then everything else is garbage. Mm-hmm. And and it's like 65 or 60. And But his is actually in the right place. He's got a pretty high defense, a pretty high attack, and a decent enough speed to do something. Especially with chlorophyll being its hidden ability. Yep. Yeah, in the yeah. sun, it can definitely run. Speed's great for... Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't even realize that. I actually, uh, I actually like in a competitive sense, Leafeon is absolutely awful. No, he he really. I actually I did play against a Sun team where he was used almost well. Yeah. Uh, but the only reason he went he was working very well was because there was also a Venusaur. Venusaur is the best Sun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Venusaur is definitely a lot better. A chlorophyll Venusaur is definitely a lot better than a chlorophyll Leafeon. Chlorophyll Venusaur makes me happy. I mean, uh, we are doing Leafeon this week because uh, somebody requested it, and we did do Umbreon last week. And Sublime made a mention of it before we started that they do, of course, have the same footprint as we said last week, and they actually Very share so. it with uh, Glaceon. Maybe we'll do Glaceon next week. <laughs> I'm not in charge next week, so. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, oh, ho, ho. Uh, Oh, maybe we'll do Feraligator next week to spite you. (laughs) We'll just be like, this is Thatch's favorite Pokemon. He can't do it now. I mean, that's Uh, fine. I I could go on for, I could, I'd go on too long about Feraligator. The segment would be too long. Uh, uh, But back to Leafeon. uh, It's shiny Sprite almost looks identical to its normal Sprite. You mean like, I love its shiny sprite. What? I think How it's is it different? Green. It's a slightly shinier green. <laughs> I think it's great. It's the same thing with Scyther. It's like, oh, this is the premium green. You are a step up. <laughs> this is it's almost the same, but it's better. <laughs> it's sea green. Oh, man. That's a joke from like fourth grade. <laughs> um, I mean, it, I, I think it's NU, right? If I'm not it mistaken. Is. If I'm not mistaken. It is probably I'd be surprised NU. if it was anything more than that. Let me let me double check. Well, it could be uh, PU. Uh, no, it is <laughs> NU. So it, it, I don't know. Like it could definitely set up as a physical sweeper, as I said sword in Chlorophyll. That's always good. Yeah, it's Swords Dance. I mean, you could run it just like uh, Swords Venusaur. Dance Chlorophyll. That's something. I mean, you could run it just like Venusaur almost in NU, except physical. Except physical. Definitely physical. Yeah. I would definitely go physical with that base sixty-five or sixty in special attack. It's really horrible. So. I mean, if you give it like thirty more accuracy in Grass Whistle, this would be a great Pokemon. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Grass Whistle is definitely something that's. Uh, it's pretty much Sing, isn't it? It's yeah. It's, it's a grass it is, Sing. Yeah, it's yeah. Sing. It's Sing. Just Grass type Sing. But it does have yawn, and that can sometimes force switches. Yeah, no, but well, all the EV evolutions have yawn. Like if all the EV evolutions have um, wish, all the yeah. evolutions have yawn. Yeah. Yep. Like they all have their evolution moves. Yeah, and you know, not I, bad. Know, I feel I, there are definitely other evolutions that do what its job is better. Uh, what it could do better, but you know, like I would rather run Vaporeon over Leafeon on a team. Absolutely. I I wish Vaporeon was the poke of the week now because that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it happens, but you know, I I guess like it's a cool, it's a different design. I don't want to say cool design, 
It has an efficient stat distribution. It mm-hmm. has a use. It has a role. I mean, it was cool when it came out in Gen 4. It was different. It was interesting to see that Eevee got a couple more evolu- evolutions in Gen 4. So I was pretty excited for that. The biggest problem I'd probably say is that, like, since it's a sun sweeper, it, like, needs the sun to be going to activate <laughs> yes, the Yes, that fill, is true. And that yeah. activates, like, it makes fire-type moves more powerful, which mm-hmm. destroy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know what awful. fire types are prominent in you. That's why you gotta run Heatran. Oh my god, Heatran would destroy this. In NU? Oh, he- Heatran just has lunch while it tries to do something. Yeah. I mean, in, in NU, you're not dealing with too many fire types. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's no. like You're it's dealing with, like, like Heatmore and Flareon. Oh, I was thinking using it in actual... Magmordar. Oh. Magmordar, you, you're definitely dealing with it there. Ooh. Oh, Pyroar, too. Ooh. Pyroar is mean. I really Pyroar's like Pyroar. I really do. Is Pyroar NU? Yeah, he's NU it for was, some reason. It got a lot of use last year in the VGC. No, actually. I actually used one in uh, one of my one of my VGC teams last year. It's really mean. Because, because of... it's it's a good Pokemon. Yeah. like It's typing is really nice. Since we're on the VGC episode, did it run Moxie or Unnerve? As Unnerve. It's... Absolutely okay. Unnerve. Yeah, that's because what I remember. Pyroar is special. Mm-hmm. Completely specially oriented, so Moxie's uh, a Yeah. Moxie's good. Plus, yeah, there's lots so of right. berries in the VGC, so it's like, oh, you can't use your citrus berry. Yep. That's great, too. You can't use yeah, your like... plum berry. That's wonderful. Uh, well, I would uh, say you could go listen to read Scron's article on Leafeon if you did not get enough today, but Scron did not uh, write one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you did a grass type. Maybe we. Yeah, I did Ferrothorn, and I was yeah. hoping to talk about Ferrothorn, but uh, I'm not going to throw a fit about it. Uh, we can but you talk about Ferrothorn next week. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, how to evolve Eevee into Leafeon. Because oh, you a have lot to go level it up around the moss. So that's rock. always a pain. Yeah. yeah. You have to and, find it. What was worse was in uh, Black and White 2, when you could get Eevee in the game and just catch it and run through the whole game with it. But both the... Uh, both the uh the rocks ice rock and moss rock were both unaccessible until you beat the game mm. gotta go with vaporeon i guess yes yeah. <laughs> we're just this is literally <laughs> a poke of the episode where we're talking about how bad <laughs> it's kind I of mean, I, I, I forget who i forget who requested it but i, mean, I feel really adorable. bad that they requested this pokemon and, we're and, just... <laughs> and i'm just like ripping it apart it's it not that adorable. bad for an evolution. It's got a good distribution, right? So I mean, its move pool is just really shallow. Yeah, it's got yeah. Its move pool is just really, really shallow. It does not do much. Uh, it gets X Scissor for some coverage, I guess, and that's it. Scissor doesn't it get knockoff? Yeah, uh, it yeah, might get knockoff now. Okay, so that's um. No, it does not get. Wait, it, it, it gets yeah, it does get knockoff. It does. Leaf blade yeah. knockoff X Scissor done. Yeah. And, That's useful. Uh, sword stands, but then you need the sunny day unless you have teammate support. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so it needs those support to circle. use definitely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Corruptal's mean... better than Leaf Guard. Remember when it only had Leaf Guard? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that was it also <laughs> requires sun support. It's not a very good. Uh, like I used to run Glaceon over Leafeon. Really? Glaceon actually has uh, back and forth jet. Glaceon like... hits hard. I feel like this slow. past year of Puckle has turned into me, like, g- giving, like, a back-and-forth gen story. You uh, love your fourth gen, don't you? That is, like, your gen. Back-and-forth gen. Back-and-forth gen. I used to... An Electivire. I used to be good at Pokemon. 
No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, Glaceon, I used to run Glaceon, actually, and it wasn't too bad. It was it was a pseudo-hail team. Uh, <laughs> and But yeah, Glaceon I ran. I ran Glaceon. I never ran Leafeon. I did, I I did play, I did play through Glaceon. the game with Leafeon once. Me too. Just to try it out. I mean, run Glaceon with Snowcloak and give it a bright powder. Completely yep. troll your opponent. <laughs> I mean, like back in the day, I used to, I used to run some really interesting things because I was still figuring things out, and some of them worked. Yeah. But then Gen Five happened and just threw me off my feet. And then Gen Five only lasted for two years. Oh yeah. And that's what really just shook me up, and so I'm finally getting back into it. But, you know, like, by the time, by this, like, time in Gen 5's cycle of life, like, we just heard about X and Y. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, no! <laughs> I just figured out, started figuring out the meta. Why would you do this to me? Nintendo! Well, there's a new game every year, so you gotta keep up. I mean, I think, I feel... Yeah. You I got... feel this year it's going to be a bit slower, and we might see not see a Pokemon game until 2016. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm expecting either a Z version or an X square Y square. Yeah. Next well, year. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm feeling that for like 2016, early 2016, maybe March, <laughs> February or March. All right. Well, uh, to summarize this, uh, Thatch even Thatch didn't use Leafeon in fourth gen. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so that's it for Pokemon of the episode. We'll head over to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves, hooves. And as always, we will be giving away the Green Tauros badge to the best email. So, let's get, let's dig in. So our first email is from Jedman. Hello, men of Puckle. It's me, th- for the gazillionth time. So what is up? You know, guys, whenever you do this mailbag, it's like you're rubbing it in that I don't have auras yet. Erg. Anywho, I don't have auras, so I can't have anything to like about it. Check back on me one week after Christmas. Christmas, not Xmas. Jedmen, over and out. Alright, uh, uh, simple to the point. Got I'll that. also take this next one since I was short. Alright. This next one is from Black. Hello, Puckle. Tis I, the one and only Black Gold. I sit here in awe, marking today, December 15th, as a glorious day. I sit here hearing Thatch nominate me for the mailbag. Now I lost, but I was nominated. 13 months, I tell you. 13 months, and that's the closest I have ever gotten. Blast it, I am done with this. I feel completed in life. Will I ever get the mailbag badge ever? Unlikely. But in... But in split, but split my infinitives. Twas my eight point three seven six seconds. I counted of triumph. <laughs> Years from now, I shall sit there telling my children and grandchildren about how their pappy almost came and got to get the mailbag badge. I will depict it as if it just happened two minutes ago. Maybe because it did. 
Anyway, good job to St. B, was it? For winning the badge. Oh my god. So if, I thought that maybe we should start announcing who's in the top five of the Puckle Achievement leaderboard. I don't want to do that because I'm going to reset the points like next week for people who had badges from the uh, Summer League so that the points are all going to get screwed up. Because there's a yeah. total of like 450 points that you could have gotten from the yeah. Summer League. That was the fun system. We need to. Yeah, we need to. We need. We should retalk. We should talk about that actually. Uh, but moving on anyway. Uh, I encourage you guys to do things to earn badges, like go into the Facebook, review us on iTunes, or email to win the Green Taurus badge. And if you haven't yet, come and make an account at pucklepodcast.com. I mean, next week you'll be in the top five. That's true. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've moved on from my excitement and this week's top five, let's move to the mailbag. New favorite feature of Auras? Like, that has to be asked. One word, Dexnav. Fun fact, my iPod tried to autocorrect that into Fez. Anyway, the Dexnav is fun and helps me crush the first gyms, giving me a level 15 Taylo before the Pedal Player Forest. Same thing happened to me, actually. <laughs> and oh, that's sneaking. Anyway, it was nice to hear Misty again and Shamu, and Thatch's metagame talk made me giggle with joy. <laughs> Hearing other people speak my language without shame. You guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Black gold, over and out. Thatch, at the moment, I do not have... Oh, this is for something else. Uh, I gave him a 6-IV ditto. <laughs> because we give them out. So, well, yeah, that's from Black... Well, you got this uh, next one from Area G. I have um, advice to uh, Black Gold for his mm -hmm. Green Tauros badge problems. Write a poem. That's how... <laughs> that's I mean, if secret. it's a good poem, it probably will win. All right. So I've got this one from Area G. All right. Hey, guys. Been a while. Sorry, I've been taking a little break from Pokemon, but I finally got the chance to finish Oraz. The best part was, hands down, the Delta episode. The ending has got to be the most epic thing in all of Pokemon. Spoilers ahead? Say this part with excitement. All right, whatever you say. Oh man, wasn't it cool when Zinna just looks hungry for battle, then Mega Rayquaza wrecks her, then the rock song starts and you hop on Rayquaza, then Rayquaza is like, roar, and the meteor is like, whoosh, and then blam, it all goes slow-mo and explodes, then a triangle comes out like, bleep, bloop, bleep, and friggin' Deoxys comes out, and you're like, whoa, and it's like, pew, pew, then you defeat it because you were soft resetting for an animate Rayquaza. <laughs> man, just, if anyone hasn't played it, go do it right now. Or replay it. It's just so good. Man. Pokey thanks. Area G. Oh, wonderful. I feel like that was only good because you read it that way, Scrum. I feel like it was good either way. I kind of like Your that. delivery Your made delivery it was better. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so this next one is from uh, Mickey Panda. Do you, are you going to take this or should I? I'll take it. I got okay. it. Hey, guys. It's Mickey Panda here. I'm Christina on the forums. My favorite feature of Auras, which I'm pretty sure is the majority's favorite, is the Dexnav. I have never been a catch-em-all type player. I always caught the Pokemon that I wanted to train with. The Dexnav has encouraged me to catch all the Pokemon on the given route so I can get that golden crowd in the corner. <laughs> Actually, it goes platinum after you beat the game and get the National Dex. Fun fact. Oh. Uh, I, I actually did not know that until uh, I was talking to Misty, and she has the same thing going on in her life, where <laughs> she's never been like one to want to catch them all. But then there's this thing where she needs to get, like, completionist crowns. And I was just like, yeah, no, I already got the gold crown here. She goes, wait, you didn't get the platinum? I go, wait, what? She's like, no, you can catch an extra Pokemon after the national decks and you get a platinum. I'm like, oh, that's nice. But either way. It's because of the Litleonids. Yeah. 
Also, on a slightly related Oraz note, I po- posted the forums that I made Team Aqua and Team Magma beanie hats. I actually saw this. It's kind of cool. I actually was inspired by the Puckle community because I wanted to make something that you and other Puckleonians would like. If you feel compelled to, you can purchase my hats on Etsy. She gives us the link. Of course you don't have to buy, but I thought you guys would really appreciate my Pokemon fan creations. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, they're actually really cool. Uh, they're they're on the forums, and I'm pretty sure she's got her Etsy link somewhere on the website. Oh, good. As long uh, as anyone can get to it. Yeah. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing, and thank you for continuing to make a fun, to make great fun podcasts. You All know the what? Best, Mickey Panda. I, I would buy one of those if I wasn't a poor college kid. <laughs> well, Christmas is coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is almost Christmas time. The deli bird are coming. So, All right. So uh, you've got you Volzi. Volzi. Yeah. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's Volzi. Okay, Volzi. Hello, Puckle. Volzi here. Unfortunately, school grown priorities got in the way. So I didn't have time to write an email, but I'm here now. I'm currently listening to my bus driver yell at a kid because he was too young to be at the back of the bus. Basically my life. I wish I had more to say, but all I have been doing lately is decorating my house for Christmas. I currently have cuts on my hands because of broken ornaments. Never knew Christmas could be so painful. Just wait for those awkward awkward family reunions. Oh, God. (laughs) Real quick before I go on. Thank you for the mailbag badge. Now, speaking of mailbag, on to the mailbag. There has been a surprisingly lot of new features in these remakes, which, of course, will never come back in another game. (laughs) He's pretty much right there. That's probably true. (laughs) I have to say I love the PokéNav Plus, especially the DexNav. I probably spent five hours on that, on my three stars Parish Song male Ralts, my Yawn Puchiena, and my Hyper Voice Swablu, soon to be Mega. Can't forget my Boom Burst and Sky Attack Talo. Basically my whole team. Yeah, don't judge. Since I missed last week's mailbag, again, thanks school, my favorite berry is, well, I guess, citrus. It's simple, yet useful. Perfect, perfect combination. I better hurry up so I can finish this before I have to get off the bus. Catch you listening to annoying bus drivers yelling. P.S. Thatch, what berry tingles your senses the most? See ya. What episode did she listen to? Because the berry episode was a while ago. A while ago. I was on that episode. Yeah, was, you were. I was on it with Ethan. And, yeah. Uh, but what, what berry tingles your uh, senses the most? I don't know. Okay, so Aura has actually brought back a lot of berries. Part. Is it and... the normal berry? The berry. Is it perhaps the Watmel berry? <laughs> is it perhaps the the Roselli berry? I really, I, on a That's on a, a very one. very off topic note, I really <laughs> wish that they would make because you know how they make like fruit shaped berries. I really want there to be like a waffle shaped berry. Uh, <laughs> you mean like the Watmel berry? No, waffle, waffle, not watermelons. Waffle. <laughs> okay. Like like you're going to Waffle House and you're gonna go see some creepy people, <laughs> and. Waffle House is a beautiful place. The Roscoe Berry. <laughs> the Roscoe Berry. The Roscoe. Yeah, that's what it could be. Like Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Yeah, I like that. Chicken and Waffle Berry. That'd be even What effect better. does this berry have? Uh, it tastes delicious. As a member delicious. of the Blackthorn Council, I have an obligation to have you answer this listener's question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm not moving by... on. Let me look answer. up, because there's a lot of berries. There are a lot of berries. There are let me Let me find some pictures. Let me let me get a list of Pokemon berries. <laughs> get a tomato berry. Those are spicy, I think. See, see I, know, I know that's the one berry I actually know. And... <laughs> 
Like, I know the tomato berry, because it's it's hilarious, because it's like tomato, tomato. And then it's, it's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> and then it's got these spikes coming out of it. Yeah, it's got spikes, <laughs> it looks real dangerous. <laughs> like, um, why are you, how do you eat that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You give and that so... to your Pokemon? <laughs> it's like, hey, have this. Pip-lock. So there's a lot of berries. Um, I First of all, I really like the Enigma berry, but... Uh, it's not not because it looks like it would taste good as a berry, but because it reminds me of uh, these it reminds uh, me gummy of penguins. <laughs> They're gummy penguins that are the same color, and they taste like peaches. Uh, there's also let's see, there are a lot of cool looking berries. Um, I do like the corn berry because it's straight up called corn, and it looks like corn. <laughs> it's blue though. That tingles my senses. That, tingles that could tingle senses. my senses. So is it the corn berry? Is that the answer to Ballsy? Uh, because that probably the raspberry. the raspberry, the raspberry. I like the raspberry. <laughs> you know that that one berry plant that gives you like seven each time you harvest. Raspberry, it. even it's if raspberry. You, even if you don't water it, <laughs> the raspberry tingles it. my senses the most. All right, at least it's not as bad as the blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then moving on. Uh, our next email is actually not sent in as an email. It was sent in. I was talking to this guy. Um, his name is Antoine the Swan. Uh, and we were talking about some other things via email, and he told me this story where he was talking about uh, giving back to the community, and I felt like it needed to be read on the podcast because it's such an awesome story. <laughs> so, uh, so he says, on talking about what we do because he's giving back and he's writing, he's writing to us. He says, honestly, I think what you guys do is very cool. It takes a lot of dedication to run a podcast and produce an episode as frequent as you do. I also work as a commercial and tattoo artist, and I find Pokemon to be my biggest distraction while I paint. My 3DS just stares at me like, take a break and play some Pokemon. So listening to your podcast kills the cravings and keeps me productive. I hope it's doing that today. <laughs> I even played one of your episodes while I tattooed a big punk rock guy looking guy. He was like, what the hell is this? And I told him it's a Pokemon podcast, and he laughed. But the next time I saw him, he had, a, he had Pokemon on lay-by and asked what the show was called. I think a lot of people don't understand what you guys do, takes a lot of work, and don't have much to gain. So I wanted to send my thanks and offer some assistance the only way I know how. Antoine the Swan. That's really cool. I actually, I think that's really cool. It's a really cool story that, <laughs> and I, I'm just happy, like, if anybody wants to, like, help out at Puckle in any way, like, as long as you're trying to do something productive, go for it. Like, talk to me. <laughs> like, I'm all for it. We could always use more help, because Scron's writing staff has just become huge, and, yeah. you know, Scron probably needs some help, so... <laughs> I've I've made some of the older writers uh, editors That's at this true. point to help me out. But, so you've got this last one from uh, Mr. Maximus. Yeah. Hey guys, Mr. Slash Traveling Maximus here, wishing everybody a great holiday season. And oh, Raz, I'm just loving it as a whole. It's an awesome feeling seeing your childhood brought back to life from all these years, and that is how I feel about this game. Even though Silver was the first official Pokemon game I owned, Ruby was the first game that I had completed the journey through the Elite Four. I loved seeing all the iconic places in Hoenn in a remastered state. Ironically, I feel like there are two versions of myself playing the same game. My current, more intelligent and strategic self, and the happy child enjoying the joys of the past. Well, that's all for now. I'll catch y'all on the chat. In the meantime, I have to get ready for the UUTC. I still have to figure out the rest of my teeth. Later days from Mr. Maximus slash Traveling Maximus. <laughs> Wonderful. Nice. All right, and that's it for the mailbag. So I guess we need to decide on a uh, mailbag badge winner of sorts. Who is available? 
that doesn't happen uh, already. Okay, mm-hmm. see, that's a very good question, and should probably be asked more often. That's uh. <laughs> actually really important. Because should we give it to the guy that's like 13 months and I still don't have it? <laughs> um. Well, we don't. We we are not beggars here at Puckle. <laughs> So uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I mean needs to write of that email poem. plays a huge role in this. Let's see. We we love black gold. It's just we do. I mean, actually, that was probably write... one of his better written emails. So. Can't you see we're trying to get you to write a poem for us? <laughs> <laughs> they just really want a poem. <laughs> we really like poems. I don't know. Poems Antoine the Swan's story was really good, but he didn't send this. He didn't email. submit it for it, right? No. So yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So he's that out. So we have Volzi. Uh, I think Maximus already has it, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Or, I, I don't know. Check this. I'll check it out. I'm looking at it right now. Me. Uh, let's see. It, I don't think it, Maximus it, it, has it. I don't think Maximus has it yet. Yeah, he does. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a dummy bear. You're uh, a gummy bear, like an enigma berry. <laughs> 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 what the. Heck? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so All right. our available people are Black Gold. We have our good friend Jedman. We have uh oh, Volzi had already gotten it. Yeah, Volzi has it. So it's. Oh, I think right. it's those three. Wait, what about Area G? I'm not sure that Area G has got. Uh, he yeah, he has it. Yeah, he has it. Okay, if they didn't, then that person should because the cool kids do sit at the back of the bus. <laughs> it's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so it's literally Black Gold, Jedman, and and uh, is that it? Is that really? It? Yeah, it is. Black Gold or Jedman? That's the question. Well, uh, I like depriving Black Gold. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's Black Gold. I'm gonna say it's Black Gold here. I'm gonna uh, nominate I'm gonna him two Black weeks gold in a row. Too. Okay, Boom! I'll, yeah, Boom. yeah. It's I just, done. I you really wanted a poem, but I see how. <laughs> You know Maybe what? he'll write Why a poem. Why don't you advise a... Black Gold? You should write a poem as thank you. Next yeah, exactly. Week. That's no, exactly what that, should That's happen. a narcissistic. Good job, Buckle. That was a nice <laughs> That's good. Here we go. I'm clicking the button right now. Uh, there we go. He I has mean, the badge. He did count his seconds of triumph. He did count his triumph. 8.376 seconds. That's right. So next week, I'm not going to be on the show. It's going to be another Thatchless episode. I believe the topic is going to be Super Smash Brothers. So I think the Puckle Pod, uh, the mailbag question, not the Puckle Podcast, uh, the mailbag question for next week should be, what's your favorite part about the new Super Smash Brothers game, Wii U or 3DS? Send that in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com, and hopefully it's read on the show. So until next time, I, yeah, do that. You should also review us on iTunes if you haven't already, because that helps us out a lot. You should follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Uh, watch the YouTube, because I think in the next month or two, we might start having some content up there. Also, there's going to be a video with all the prizes on it, so we can take a look at that. So, I guess until next time, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm I'm Scrawn. And I'm Sublime Manic. So email us at PucklePodcast.com, and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Ah.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.